Jeannie Patel-Thompson, international best-selling author, health product formulator, horse listener, earth singer, mother, medicine woman, elephant acolyte, and regenerative farmer. This is the Jeannie Podcast. Right, so this is this concept of us being at maximum co-creative capacity when our feminine and masculine are balanced and working together as an integrated whole. We're not focusing on one or the other, but we're doing both simultaneously and we're moving forward and either is an integrated whole or flipping back and forth from one to the other, depending on what's needed, depending on what's appropriate. So watch this space, you guys, because the next few months are going to be pretty darn exciting. So I wanted to record this podcast as a video for you guys so you can have the visuals of what I'm talking about. So this is my 160-acre ranch. It's uh, surrounded on three sides by Crown land. So that's government publicly owned land where no one can live and it's kind of remote to get to and the last five days we have not seen the sun it has been completely gray we've had six inches of snow it's been cold well cold for this region it's been minus 15 celsius at night minus seven during the day and i was starting to feel really trapped and really wrong like I was never meant to be here in winter and the whole thing came up for me again of this circle that I received in a vision the circle of elephant dolphin whale and horse and so this is the horse property but I can't stop here I need to make the dolphin whale and elephant property or properties happen. And instead I'm here during the winter, which I grew up in Alberta. I spent 15 years of super cold winters down to minus 40. And I don't want to live like this anymore. And yet here I was and five days of cold and just this dark, uh, just gray, just clouds everywhere. And I thought, well, It's okay if you've got snow, if you've got the sun, because the sun brings me so much life. And it's for me, it's not a preference. It's actually a physiological health requirement. I don't know if that's because I was born in Africa and lived there the first five years of my life or um, because it's just how my energetic body works. I'm very much fire. it, it just is what it is, right? And we can fight it, we can wish it were different, and we could wish we could be like other people, but at the end of the day, we are who we are. And we need to work with that person, not trying to always be disapproving of ourselves and pressuring ourselves to be someone else. So I had become very disheartened and I could feel that it was getting difficult to get out of bed and I could feel my health starting to nosedive and I thought I gotta figure something out I gotta figure something out to increase my prana 
and I thought, oh, what about online yoga? Or maybe I should be driving into town, uh, which takes quite a while with snow like this. And I didn't even have a snow plow because my guy's truck is in the shop. So I have been driving in and out of here, but it takes quite a while because you got to go real slow. And so all these thoughts are going through my head. Meanwhile, I'm just, I'm feeling that struggle of when you're pushing a boulder backwards up a hill. And then the final straw for me, the last two or three days, I haven't even been able to sleep more than mm, between four and five hours waking up. And that always is a sign to me that my soul is active and things are going on and I have to listen and I have to listen deeply. And then the other sign that happened was I got a day of diarrhea, which made no physical sense. It had no relation to anything I'd eaten. I even took a double dose of uh, bifidobacteria, had no effect, which has never happened before. And I was dialoguing with my body in the bathroom and I said, ah, like, do we have to use gut signaling? Like, can we pick something else? And my body said to me, sure, what else would you like? We're using your gut because whatever we do to your gut, you can heal in 24 hours. But if you want to start on another system or place of the body, sure, what would you like? And I was like, a oh, good point. Okay, we'll just stick with the gut. So it was like I had my, you know, final sign that, hey, this is super serious. You must lean in. You must discern what your soul is saying to you. Remember, the body is the densest part of the soul. The body is one with the subconscious. So whatever we're feeling in our body, whatever's happening physically um, in terms of symptoms or discomfort in the body, there's always a sign. There's always a message. It's always a symbol. Um, in addition to it being a physical reality, no one's debating that. So I went into it and I realized that it was this intense discomfort of me going, I'm not meant to be here. I am not supposed to be here in winters. This is not. But yet there was no one else who'd come. There was no caretaker. There was no, people were saying, well, you can just lock up and leave and leave a camera on the horses. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I don't feel comfortable without a backup water source. I don't, I just can't see myself doing that. So meanwhile, I had figured out how to hook up a camera from inside the house so it would be protected that was angled and pointing towards the water hole here where the horses come to drink all the time. So this is, this is an area where we know that they're going to come. Not every day, but certainly once a week, they're going to show up here, even not to drink, just to check it out. That's one of their patterns. It's one of their um, routes or their paths that they follow. So I can put a camera inside the house pointing out here at this water hole and I will be able to see them and I will be able to do a head count. But I just couldn't figure out anything else and I was a little angry at the universe saying, well, why didn't you bring me someone? Like... Why didn't you bring me someone who could live here while I'm gone or the caretaker that would work or, you know, and I went to bed last night and I woke up again after four hours sleep, four and a half hours. And I knew, I knew what to do. It had come because of my questing 
because of my actively paying attention, my I did some journaling, I outlined what I knew, what I didn't know, I outlined what the problems were. So I'm fully in the feminine of listening and intuiting while I'm in the masculine of writing and investigating and questioning and uh, thinking and researching and woke up and boom, I had the solution. And I realized that I already knew the person who could be my caretaker, which I, you can't explain this stuff. It's like, why wouldn't I have thought of that before? Why wouldn't, you just can't explain this stuff. It's like when the time is right, the time is right. And I think it happened because if I'd received that information any earlier, I wouldn't have acted on it. I had to have five days of darkness and diarrhea and lack of sleep for me to finally go, okay, what? I'll do it. And that's when I realized not only did I have the caretaker, I had a backup and someone who has 35 years experience with horses. And I've got to know her very well and we're very much on the same page regarding veterinary care. Um, so I realized, wow, I actually have what I need and I just need to do, I've already done most of the stuff that has to happen for winterizing this place and having the backup water for the horses. And there's like, literally, I could leave in two days if I wanted to. And I called up my husband and I said, I, I've had an epiphany. I've had a revelation. He's like, I love it when this happens. <laughs> and I said, I have to go find our son property because he's over in the UK. And I'm like, look, you're there. You've only got one kid who's very self-sufficient. Why don't you pop over to Costa Rica, Panama, like look for somewhere that's in the sun where we can get citizenship or passports. We can't get locked out. You know, we've already seen that the world is going to do that these last two years. Um, we love Kauai. We love, you know, different parts of the States. That's not an option. We can always get locked out of the States as we saw. Uh, you can't get citizenship or passport for the States, but there are other places where you still can, where there are dolphins and whales and the sun shines during the winter. And so I said to him, you know what? Because I'm booked to meet him and my youngest son there mid-December in Mexico. And I said, I'm not coming back. I'm going to fly from Mexico to Costa Rica and follow my guidance to look around the region and see where is the dolphin whale property. And that's the next chapter of the circle. And I don't need to wait. I don't need to wait until I have enough money. I don't need to wait until COVID and the destruction of the world and the new world order and the central bank digital currency and the social credit score and all that stuff settles down or comes to some kind of revolutionary transformation or whatever is going to happen. I don't need to wait for any of that. I can start right now. I can take action because I've done, again, the balanced masculine feminine. I've sat in my feminine. I've listened. I've received. I've intuited. I've gone deep into the wisdom of my body. And now, masculine, let's go. I'm not coming back from Mexico. I'm going to keep going forward and I'm just going to wing it 
and I'm going to follow my guidance. And again, back to the feminine, I'm going to follow my guidance. I'm going to listen to the signs. I'm going to listen to the animals that come forward to guide me. And I'm going to find the dolphin whale property. And then masculine will step forward to start helping figure out the money piece. Well, how am I going to afford that? How are we going to finance it? How are we going to deal with the paperwork and the logistics and citizenship and la 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 la, right? So this is this concept of us being at maximum co-creative capacity when our feminine and masculine are balanced and working together as an integrated whole. We're not focusing on one or the other, but we're doing both simultaneously and we're moving forward and either is an integrated whole or flipping back and forth from one to the other, depending on what's needed, depending on what's appropriate. So watch this space, you guys, because uh, the next few months are going to be pretty darn exciting and, uh, and challenging. But see, the challenges of this ranch have prepared me. I'm not scared anymore. If I thought about going off by myself to South and Central America to look for the property, it just felt too big. I felt, and I don't even speak the language. I don't speak Spanish. I was like, how am I going to cope with that? How can I do it? And now I don't care. Now I'm not worried because the journey I've been through with this ranch over the last year of challenge after challenge and so many things going supposedly wrong, but in the end they weren't wrong. They were what needed to happen for this to happen and that to happen and now this to happen. I'm prepared. I have built my resilience. I have built my toolbox. I have built my capacity to be willing to undergo and trust and have that faith that all will become clear. I will be taken care of by my own masculine even, by my own feminine working in concert with the divine, working in co-creative capacity with nature, the animals, the soil, the sun. And it will all work together for our highest good. And that's a beautiful space to be in. I'm really enjoying being in the space before I'm hit with the next tsunami of overwhelm and challenge. And then I'm like, oh, help. <laughs> But I know the cycle, I know the pattern, and that's half of it. You know, if you're sitting, if you're sitting in safety and comfort, it's, that's a hella scary place to be. And just whatever your soul is calling you towards, take that first baby step. Just do it because you cannot build your resilience and your co-creative capacity any other way. You can't do it through visualizing it. You can't do it through meditating and um, taking seminars. <laughs> you have to do it. You have to flip back and forth, utilizing the full power of your feminine and your masculine and following your soul's guidance, following your body's deep inner wisdom 
it's it's the as above so below it's what we incarnate here to do it's not it's not a terrible thing that we have to do because our world is burning and falling apart no 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 we are at this unique opportunity on the history of this planet and we are here at this time for a reason so wherever you're at in that journey take the very next step and don't worry about what comes after that and don't think that oh i'm going to take this step and follow my guidance which means it'll be easy and i'll be in flow and everything will happen like magic no that's not what co-creation looks and feels like sometimes it does and ultimately it does like I'm in a beautiful place of flow now with the systems and structures I've set up in this ranch and the animals and the water and the soil. That took a lot of work. That took a lot of um, challenge and struggle and sweat and tears. And, and that is part of the journey. That's the only thing we get to experience in the third dimension. If we're in the other dimensions where everything is energy, we can just think it and it happens. There's no polarity. There's no push and pull. There's no conflict. There's no light and darkness, yin and yang. It's all flow. It's all smooth. That's not what we come to third dimension for. We come here to dance with duality and polarity and the struggles and the, you know, I get an image of someone wrestling. Rah, 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 and then triumph. That's what we come to third dimension for. So don't shrink away from it. Stop this insanity, this lie you've been sold of safety and protection and just wanting everything to be smooth and safe and nice. That's death, all right? Or that's fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth dimension. Go there. You know, everything is smooth and nice and oneness and beautiful and light. That's not why we incarnate in this third dimension of duality, polarity, yin and yang, light and darkness, there has to be darkness. There has to be conflict. There has to be friction and pressure and pushback because that is just the laws of this dimension. So let's embrace them. Let's work with them and realize we do have the tools. We do have the capacity we do have the wisdom and this is part of the game. This is what makes it so fun and so exciting is to enter this arena and to triumph. Whatever small triumph is a big triumph in the energetic realm. Start today. Namaste. Namaste.